Living Louder. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Living Louder, a podcast where we embrace our imperfections and take a leap of faith into a richer, fuller, more empowered life. I am your host, Chauncey Renee, and it feels so good to be back, y'all. Hey, hootie hoo. Um, last week, I just really was not feeling well at all, so I really appreciate your kind words everybody who wished me well thank you meant so much to your girl um so i am still not feeling a hundred percent to be completely honest but i really missed podcasting and i wanted to come back and at least do a little shorter episode a little something something you know you know i couldn't leave y'all for two weeks i couldn't do that to you that wouldn't be right Um, so we'll get into kind of what I've been going through in a little bit. I definitely want to share more about that, but you know, we got to get into some good news. So let's do it. Hey, 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 let's start it off with some good news. Our good news for this week comes from the Instagram account because of them. So there is a father, he's from Philadelphia, and when his daughter was three years old, he was looking for a way to bond with her and just kind of create a closer connection than the one they already had. So he decided that he wanted to take up sewing clothes for his daughter after he saw his sister sewing. So he's like, you know what? I think I could do that. He started watching some YouTube tutorials on how to sew. It says that he spent hours looking at these and trying to figure things out. When he was ready, he bought a few items from a thrift store that he could repurpose for his daughter. And when his daughter was just three years old, he did his very first pair of pants for her out of a woman's skirt that he got from the thrift store. And he said the way that she looked when she put on those pants and her confidence after seeing him work on it for so long and her being able to wear it, he's he was like, yep, this is it. This is what we're going to be doing. So uh, he spent a lot of time creating clothes for her. She's nine years old now, and they actually have an account on Instagram if you want to see it. It is adorable. It's Daddy Dressed Me by MG. So now they have a fashion blog. And now that she's a little bit older, they are more of a team. He said they collaborate on pretty much everything that they do. And uh, she picks out like some of the inspiration, some of the styles now, the fabrics. And she's even learning, she's even learning how to sew too, which is super cute. It's adorable. If you want to take a look, you can do so by going again to Instagram account Daddy Dressed Me by MG so you can see some of their pictures, but it's adorable. Um, And one of the things that he said is uh, we encourage and motivate each other along the way. Our bond is built on positivity and love. Aw, I love it. The reason why I was not able to record an episode last week was because I was not feeling well. And I definitely shared that with y'all, um, like on the Instagram page and everything. 
Um, what I didn't share <laughs> was that I actually have a chronic illness and uh, my illness is rheumatoid arthritis. I've had it for a very long time now um, and it, if you don't know, can be very, very painful. It really affects like all the joints in the body, the way everyone's, okay, let me just preface it by saying like everyone's chronic illness is going to look a little differently, even if it's like titled the same thing. Um, so for me, the way that it works in my body is it really affects all the joints in my body, especially my knees and my shoulders and my neck. So um, a lot of inflammation and uh, it could be at times very, very painful to walk. Um, there's, you know, a lot of times where I'm just really, really not feeling well. So sometimes if you ask me like, what's wrong? Or like, you're not your normal cheery self. It's like, I just have a lot of pain going on in my body. That's all that's going on. Um, so it's definitely a really huge part of my life, but it's not a part of my life that I typically share with other people. Um, when I am going through things, I tend to kind of hide away and hopefully wait for it to pass. Um, so there's times where the pain is really bad, dependent on the type of medication that I'm on, if I'm going through a medication change, or if it's just a flare up. Um, and there's times where I feel great and I can go out dancing like all night and feel fine the next day. Um, as of recently, those times are fewer and farther between, unfortunately. So uh, the times where I can dance all night. So it's definitely just becoming a bigger part of my life right now. Um, so that's kind of why I feel more compelled to share because I can only hide myself away for so long without missing people <laughs> and without sharing like what actually is going on. Again, there's times where I'm in a lot of pain and there are some times that I'm not. There are some times that I have to use a cane to walk around and to help you know, alleviate some of the stress and the pressure that's on my joints. And there's sometimes that I can walk without it. Um, there's times that I have to use my handicap placard in my car to park closer because it's really painful to walk. And, you know, other times where I don't have to use it. But I don't typically share about that because usually when it comes to my life, I'm a really private person. Traditionally, I have really kept a lot of things to myself. I don't like to share about really anything that's going on in my life except for like with one or two really close friends. And the fact that I have a website with information about myself and who I am, the fact that I have a podcast now where I talk about these things is such a huge step for me and just in my personal life. Um, if you haven't gone back and listened to the very first episode, I feel like if you're listening to this one, you most likely have listened to the very first episode. I talk about how fear is part of the process. And for me, when I was writing that episode, or kind of coming up with some of the ideas for that episode, the only way that that episode could get out to people was because it was about fear being part of the process. <laughs> Does that make sense? So I was like basically talking to myself to help myself psych myself up enough to get a podcast out, get my website out, start doing more coaching, more training, more teaching, and 
Uh, that's just because for a long time, it's it was very hard for me to share more of who I am. I feel like pretty much my whole life, if there's ever been feedback that people gave me, whether it was me being younger and kind of being in encouragement circles, like this is what you're great at, this is what you could do better with, or um, just in my friendships or even at work, the feedback typically always for me is, can you share a little bit more about what you're thinking? Like, we know you have thoughts about certain things or like people want to get to know you more, like open up, be a little bit more outgoing, be a little bit more vulnerable with the people that you're with. Um, Which I think may come as a surprise to some people just because I feel like I am naturally a talkative person. I enjoy having conversation, Um, but I very rarely am going to divulge really personal details about my life just because that's just how I am and I'm trying to change that and you're listening to a podcast so I'm definitely on the right track, right? Um, So vulnerability is really hard and it's scary and at the root of vulnerability, (laughs) oh, that's a tough word to say a lot, at the root of vulnerability vulnerability at the root of vulnerability is the fear of being judged it's not wanting people to see that you're imperfect and if there is anything that this podcast is about it is about embracing your imperfections and the illusion of perfection because typically I mean not typically as you know there's no such thing as perfection so We want to embrace the things that make us unique, embrace the things that make us different, embrace the darkness, the things that we go through, the things that are hard for us to share. You know, having a chronic, having a chronic illness, I really don't like to share about that because there's so many different reactions that people have when you talk about it. Um, Some people will say, you're too young. You're too young to have arthritis. So when they ask me what's wrong, I'm like, oh, this is what I have. And they're like, no, 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 no. Only only old people have this. I'm not making this up, by the way. These are actual things that people have said to me. Uh, You're too young to have that. Literally two days ago, I was walking down the street and I had my cane with me. And someone was just like, why why are you using that? You don't need that. You're too young. You don't need that. Um, so a lot of people feel very comfortable sharing unsolicited advice. Um, I've had some people be like, oh, that's totally energetic. You just need to forgive everyone in your life. And that's just going to clear and be released from your body. Um, I've had people tell me, oh, you just need to change what you're eating. Once you change your diet, you're going to be fine. Um, you know, but this is what you have to do. And oftentimes it's no one that has a chronic illness. They are talking about books they read or articles they've seen or maybe a YouTube of somebody that they've watched where they're giving this unsolicited advice and they think they know better about your personal self. So that is why I don't share that much. I hate feeling misunderstood. I hate feeling like people think that I'm faking things or taking advantage of certain situations. I hate feeling like people think that I want sympathy and just general judgment by people. It's so freaking annoying. (laughs) And I think when it comes to sharing things that we deal with or things that basically were things that we're going through, 
We have a fear of someone on the other side not understanding and not being sympathetic or empathetic towards us. We have a fear of us sharing something that is so deeply held close to us and it not being taken care of in the way that we need it to be taken care of. And at the end of the day, something that I've been really thinking about a lot is, you know, whether people judge me or they misread me or if they pity me, which is like, I feel like the worst thing of all of it. Um, But whether they judge or whatever, At the end of the day, I'm still going through what I'm going through, regardless of the reaction. So I would rather reach out to somebody that I trust, reach out to somebody that I love, reach out to a loving community such as yourself. Um, I would rather reach out in hopes that it's going to be received well than to just keep it all inside and to never let people see a really big part of my life. Um, And we all have something, we all have things in our life that we're not necessarily proud of. You know, I'm sharing about my chronic illness, but there's other things that I, you know, that I've gone through or that I've done, things that I regret that are very, very difficult for me to share because I'm ashamed of them. Because I don't want people to see the other side of me, that that imperfect side of me. It's very difficult and I don't want to beat a dead horse because we are all very, very well aware of just how image-based our society and our world is and how important it is for us to have a really positive image with others. It's really important for us to feel like we are seen in a really positive light and that's not, I I just don't feel like that is the way that we're supposed to live. I don't feel like putting up a front. And you know what? It's not necessarily even just putting up a front. It's just only showing that good side, only showing that smiley version of ourselves. Um, we have a hard time showing the other aspects of ourselves, the ones that we're not necessarily proud of. And, you know, of course, there's a difference between telling people all your business. And, (laughs) you know, that's definitely not what I'm advocating for. We're not trying to be out there telling everybody what we're going through. But I think a lot of us really struggle with even sharing with people that we know love us, people that we know accept us for who we are, we have trouble sharing with them something that we know is going to be accepted by them. If I called one of my closest, dearest friends and said, hey, I'm going through something. I'm just in a lot of pain today. Or, hey, like, I I just needed to reach out to someone because I'm really stressed about this project that I have coming up. I just wanted to talk it out. I know there's no solution. I just felt like somebody, I just needed to tell someone We know with those people that we truly love and truly trust that our heart is going to be taken care of. So why is it that we choose to still hold on to that pain instead of reaching out? There is an article on mindful.org and I really liked one of the quotes that that was on there, Um, but it said, by putting ourselves out there, we might make a mess of our reputations or even lose our friends. On the other hand, we might be embraced by others and find a beautiful sense of belonging. 
um, I used to do stand-up comedy. It was really fun <laughs> for a while. And I was taking this class and one of the things, uh, his name is Jerry Katzman, one of the things that he said in this class was, in stand-up comedy, the more personal that you are, the more relatable that you are. The more personal you are, the more relatable you become. That is so true. I think because we're all so used to hiding our flaws and hiding the things that we don't want to be seen, as soon as we expose those flaws, those imperfections, a lot of people are going to come out the woodwork and be like, me too, or wow, I'm so glad I'm not the only one. Why do we fool ourselves in thinking that we're the only ones that go through things? We really need it together <laughs> to get it together, y'all. We really need to do that. Um, but it's so true. I have found that when people share things with me, I find that so awesome and so beautiful and so courageous. And I have all the space in the world to hear what they're going through. And it's just so funny because we, when it comes time for us to share, we certainly have this fear that we're just like not going to be able to have the same treatment, that it's not going to be received in the same way. Why is that? Let's try to change that. Let's try to reach out to other people knowing that the same way that we react when they share things with us is the same way that they're going to receive um, our information too. And you know your friends, okay? You know the people that you could tell your business to and the ones that you can't. There are some people who really just don't know what to say, and that's okay. But I'm talking about those friends that you know that you really have that connection with. Um, there was a study, there was a study done at Manaheim University, and they asked students to rank vulnerable moments of strangers. So they were basically given a list of moments that strangers had to go through. So basically, if it was like asking someone out on a date, telling someone you love them, uh, sharing with a friend that they hurt their feelings. Um, And so the students had to rate each situation. Then they had to rate those same situations for themselves. So rate the vulnerability. (laughs) So when it came to how vulnerable do you feel when you have to ask someone out on a date? How vulnerable do you feel when you have to tell, when when you want to tell someone that you love them? How vulnerable do you feel in those situations when you have to tell a friend you hurt my feelings? It should come as no surprise that they've ranked the the people's other situations as way lower on the vulnerability scale than when it came to themselves. When it came to themselves, they ranked these vulnerable moments much, much, much higher. And that makes sense. When it comes to ourselves, we feel like we are taking the biggest risks. It's so difficult to share with people what I'm going through. (laughs) But when other people do those things with us, as I said before, we're like, oh, no sweat. Like, I totally have been where you've been. I totally hear you. Like, what do you need? How can I help? So I want you to keep that in mind as you're moving throughout your weeks. 
um, as we're moving into the holiday season and it is generally a time, especially right now, come on, you know, we're still dealing with COVID at the time of this recording. So we're, a lot of people are still isolated and the world is so different from what we know. This is not a normal time. If anything, this is the time to reach out to people, the time to connect with others on the things that are causing us pain, causing us hurt, uh, the things that are eating us up inside. This is the time more than ever to be able to reach out to others. So I want you to keep in mind that when it comes to you sharing with others, people on the receiving end are not seeing the situation as big of a deal as you are. I know it's hard, but you can do it. Remember how you feel when others share with you and imagine that others are feeling that same way towards you. Your friends love you. Your friends care about you. So don't be shy. Don't be shy to reach out. Let's move into our call to action. Our call to action is a part of the episode where we talk about what we learned and how we can implement it in our time moving forward. So this week, it is very simple. This week, our call to action is to phone a friend. And if you don't want to phone a friend, you can text a friend too. I'll take that. But phone a friend. Call someone that you know loves you, that you know sees the best in you, that you know wants the best for you. Call them and tell them a little bit about what you've been up to and a little bit about what you're going through. I think now is the perfect time to do that, kind of as I said before. But most importantly, now is a good time to do that just because we are all going through something. Every single one of us, has something that we're going through and we all have an understanding that other people are going through things too. So if anything, this is the perfect time to practice vulnerability because we're all in a space to receive. (laughs) So do your best Call someone and just check in with them. And it does. you don't have to make it a big thing. You could say something like, hey, I'm just checking in. I know I've been MIA for a little while. I got this thing going on. Or, you know, I have this thing coming up. I'm worried about it. Or I just haven't really been feeling like myself and wanted to talk to a friend. How are you? You know, when we open ourselves up and we share ourselves, uh, it also allows other people to share with us. So, Open that door for conversation, especially if there's a friendship that you've had for a long time or there's a friendship that you want to take to a deeper level. And if you truly don't have anything that you are going through right now, first of all, I'm really happy for you. Um, (laughs) But text someone that you think might be going through something. Call someone that you think might be going through something and be like, hey, I don't see you posting as much. I haven't heard from you as much. Like, is there something going on? Or I'm here for you. And I truly, truly mean that. Like, are you free to talk this Friday at eight? Reach out to someone if you truly don't have anything going on in your life. So either one, we want to open those channels of communication with our friends. We definitely want deeper levels of emotional intimacy with our friendships. 
uh, to make them stronger, to make them better. Remember, this is about embracing our imperfections. We all have them. We all know everyone else has them. So the more open that we can be with others, the better off we'll be. I hope that you have a fantastic week. I would love to hear about a moment where you were able to implement this call to action. I do have a voicemail. It's 3344 louder. Uh, Give me a call and tell me how your call to action went for this week. You can always find me on my website, chaunceyrene.com. If this episode touched you, feel free to donate a little something, something. You could do that on my contact page. Find me on Instagram. We have a little uh, community over there at Living Louder Podcast, and I would love for you to join us. If you haven't already done so, please rate this uh, podcast five stars and uh, give us a little review. Tell me how I'm doing. I love you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. You know I love you.